0: Back to the ticket water cooler brought to you by Wingstop, on ninety three seven. The ticket and the ticket
1: the way the Huskers move by the time Saturday... Ends with their battle with the Wildcats. I think that will be the case. Uh, the Wildcats, not too, too an inspiring of opponent, of course. Nebraska destroyed them last season. Uh, was it 56 to seven in at uh, Memorial Stadium? A game that was never really close. Nebraska put over over 400 yards rushing against the Wildcats. So quickly before we go with some of their individuals uh, that we got to break down, I wanted to let you guys know of their team rankings uh, over this past year. Uh, you look at their scoring offense. They averaged 16.6 points per game. That's not that's very not good. great. That's not great, it's not great Bob. I was 125th in the nation. Didn't score more than 14 their final six games. Um, it was mostly led through rushing for what it's worth. 144 yards on the ground. That's 82nd in the nation, which was a high mark for their offense. Wow, look at that. Uh, 177 yards passing per game. That's, that's not great. Not good. That's 111th in the nation. And so total, as you could imagine, not very good either on offense. 321 total yards per game. That's 116th in the nation. Yeesh. So Nebraska's defense should be able to feast. Yeah, I said feast a little bit on the Wildcat offense. Uh, their defense, which was uh, a major drop off from a few years ago, Mike Hankowitz has uh, moved on, and and so Jim O'Neill came in, hoping to make a smooth transition. It was not anything
0: uh, but smooth.
1: Yeah, Mike Hankwitz uh, two years ago had the fifth ranked scoring defense in the nation at fifteen point nine. Uh, points per game, which led them to a top 12 finish in the nation. And then last year, it all fell apart. 29 points per game. That's 89th in the nation that they gave up on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they gave up over 213 yards rushing. That's the biggest thing. Over 200 a game. On the ground. And Nebraska, of course, uh, one of the teams that really took advantage of that.
0: <laughs> Big contributors to that number being that high.
1: Yeah, they did. 427 yards rushing for Nebraska last season. Goodness gracious. Against the Wildcats. Uh, so they're 119th in rushing defense. That's why I think when we're thinking, well, Nebraska might pass the ball around the yard this this year. And that might be true. But I wouldn't. Don't just focus on yourself. Focus on the opponent. They mm-hmm. can't stop the run. Make them prove they, that they can stop the run. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the run. Maybe, Maybe they
0: dangerous. can. Maybe they focus so much on stopping the run that they can no longer stop the pass huh <laughs> uh, i
1: don't I would know. think them they brought some. They brought some uh, guys in for that front seven. Some transfers, and I think that's what they're hoping for. But they've actually got a pretty good secondary um, passing defense. They gave up 216 yards per game, 46th in the country for a total of 429 yards per game. That's a lot per game. That's Jeez. 101st in the nation. That's why the Wildcats were three and nine. They weren't like <laughs> they weren't like a smoke and mirrors. Three and nine. Like no, they were. Cat. They were a bad three. They were nine. legitimately bad three and nine. So let's get to the 10 players to keep your eyes on. And we'll start with Ryan Helensky, uh, who was the presumed starter. I think this year started five games last year uh, for Northwestern. He is a junior going into this season and he's better than what he looked last year. I-, I say that because in 2019, the South Carolina transfer with the Gamecocks threw 11 touchdowns to five picks and threw for 2,357 yards uh, last season and just five games as a starter Did not do so good. Four hundred seventy-eight yards passing, three touchdowns, four interceptions. uh, Split time with kind of Andrew Andrew Marty and Hunter Johnson. None of them were good, so they kind of just kind of rotated them. Uh, And if Ryan Helensky starts and loses then it will be the first time that uh, that Scott Frost in the Scott Frost era that he's beat the same starting quarterback twice. He's got the juice. He'll have the juice. (laughs) Uh, So Ryan Holinsky, interesting. Another starter we'll talk about here in a bit could be a starter, I think could make this game a little bit more interesting. Uh, Let's take a look at their kicking game. Jack Olsen set to be their kicker this year. He was a Chicago-area kicker transfer from Michigan State. Um, this is big because Northwestern was six of thirteen on field goals last year. Even worse, Mm. two of eight over thirty. Over thirty. Oh my goodness, that's really really
0: bad. How close you got to get to the end zone? Not first off, not score, and then and then end up you know not making roll. how close or how far away you are not scoring and then end up missing your field goal. Like, come on, man. Like that's, that's, that's not, sometimes not you great. think
1: that angle might be difficult if you're that close. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still rather be closer. Right. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't want to, I mean, but still over 30 what was it?
1: Yeah. Two of eight over 30 yard field goals. They're,
0: Is that between like just over, 30? Like over it's 30,
1: not- like they got to the 13 yard <laughs> beyond 13 yards. Their offense yeah. got to the 13 yards. They were two of eight over that point. So they got to get to the 13 yards with last year's yeah. field goal unit to and feel good the, about it. And
0: with the mediocre offense that they put together, first off it was hard to even get that close. Yeah. And then when you do get that close and you can't come away with any points because you couldn't score a touchdown and then you can't make a field goal, that's, that's extremely painful. So hopefully – you know, for their sake, not in this game, yeah. uh, for their sake, their kicking is much improved.
1: And <laughs> well, as we know, Nebraska, I mean, both of them have just moved on from their, they, they need a different specialist. Yeah,
0: special, specialists, special yeah. teams were not the uh, high point for either team last no. season.
1: So it, it's going to be new. It, it's almost like you don't know what to expect going into this year for either team, but you do know it's not going to be as bad as last year. At least you hope yes, so. Cross you, yeah. your fingers it for ca- both those It teams. can't get worse? Doesn't seem like it for, for Northwestern. That's... That's even makes Nebraska's field goal unit look decent. <laughs> uh, they also added a transfer punter as well in Luke Akers. So they're doing the Nebraska play. Oh, new kicker, new punter. <laughs> hey, if it's not a teams special teams, teams trash, problem, it's, it's a, a, special, a specialist so yeah, problem. That's what Northwestern probably thinks, too. Uh, number eight on their list is Bryce Gallagher, their top returning tackler at 89 tackles last season. He will be a captain. Uh, going into this season, the six ten 6'2", 210-pound linebacker, is number 32 if you're looking for him <laughs> out there. He's he's 6'10". He's not linebacker, the right sport. <laughs> <laughs> or he should at least move <laughs> up to offensive line. Uh, but he's not very big. Uh, or maybe it's 240. I can't. I, 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 screw, I chicken scratched here, so I mm-hmm. can't see. But in any case, he's their leading tackler. Um, his brother Blake actually played a, U a few years ago. I keep re- repeating this because I think it's interesting mm-hmm. for the linebacker unit that they dubbed along with Patty Fisher and a few other guys. Uh, the British, or excuse me, <laughs> the Irish Law Firm, which would have been very endearing to the Ireland crowd, but no longer are they the Irish Law Firm there at the at the linebacker uh, number seven on the list. One of my favorite names in the Big Ten, Coco Azima, is mm. a hard hitting sure tackler at the safety position position uh some northwestern people felt like he was their best safety last year which is saying something because brandon oh, joseph yeah. the transfer to notre dame uh former all-american his freshman year uh was a safety there too but second he, his, team his preseason all-american this year yeah he's he's a big deal and like i said their 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 uh, uh seconder is actually pretty good aj hampton had 13 pass breakups as a cornerback um but again uh cameron mitchell might be their best cover corner so they've got some good corners they've got some good mm-hmm. safeties um so that's another kind of uh, emphasis for me to say, hey, run the ball against mm-hmm. this Northwestern team. Not that they're overwhelming. It's not, yeah. you know, they've got a they've got a decent they,
0: they've but. got a decent secondary. They've got a sure tackle, sure tackler at linebacker. It all kind of lines up for them to have a more or, or a much improved defense than they had last season. But at the same time, they had these players last year with you know with a Brandon Joseph, and they still weren't that good. So it's it's really just coming down to you know getting in the right positions and making the right plays because you know pat pat Fitzgerald is coaching these guys up if you know one thing about pat Fitzgerald and a northwestern team is he is going to you know at least attempt to make that defense look presentable and last season was not was not that so we'll see you know if if he and this defense bounces back. But, you know, just going off of what you're saying right now, it it makes it seem like this defense so far. I mean, you've gotten, what, two, three players in, and it seems pretty good.
1: Yeah, well, that's because I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, them. it's the highlights. <laughs> I know yeah. it's the highlights. These but are the the good players yeah. of the bad defense uh, I mean, uh, like a really bad rush defense is what it was. Yeah, again, I mean, so that's their their big Achilles heel there. Uh, number six on my list is Malik Washington. He'll be the wide receiver to look out for out there. Former track star in high school, actually won a national championship in 2017 with a 80. four by 100 meters. So look out for him. He's five nine hundred ninety two pounds. We'll overwhelm him with his size, but again, it's speed, his speed, his athleticism. Uh, um, and uh, him, along with Stefan Robinson, made a good pairing last year. Robinson's out the door, though. He's uh, given a shot in, uh, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He actually led the team with 625 yards. So Malik Washington will probably be their leading receiver this year.
0: Yeah, the problem with having a track star at wide receiver is you have to get him the ball. And uh, <laughs> based off of last year, if Ryan Halinsky does take that step forward, then they won't have that issue. But if he remains or doesn't take a big enough step from last season, then, I mean,. Malik Washington will have a lot of speed and no no football to move <laughs> with. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, they did. I mean, they got him the ball forty-four times last year through the air, so uh, it's solid, solid year of receiving. They're actually, a pretty good receiver. Um, so they, they've got and that now he'll be the forward. number one option. Now he will be. Can we'll he? See. Can he take it over? Uh, number five on the list is the other quarterback that I'm more intrigued by. I don't necessarily expect to see him. Um, it's been hard to get a read out of Northwestern's camp, but who's going to be the starter? Um, I think he makes this game interesting. He does come in. That's Brendan Sullivan. If you need to see number ten strolling out there, uh, then then the Northwestern offense could get. Get a jump start. I don't see it coming from Ryan Helensky. Uh but Sullivan has some wheels to him and he can throw on the, on, on the roll pretty well. At least he did. Uh, that's the reports coming out of camp is kind of feeling it coming out of high school mm-hmm. actually enrolled early at Northwestern will be as a so- will be a sophomore this year hasn't played yet. Um, but really giving Helensky all he can, and it's been this way the last couple of years at Northwestern. They can't seem they get transfers in, can't seem to to, to fall on a guy. Peyton uh, Ramsey was pretty good mm-hmm. two years ago, but the drop off was pretty enormous last year. Sullivan, if 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 nothing else, I don't see any jump start in this offense if Sullivan's not there. I mean, it's the same looking offense. You just don't see Holinsky. You back. just
0: don't see Helensky taking that step.
1: I don't see it. I mean, I think that I think it's somewhat there, right? Because he did have a much better numbers mm-hmm. at South Carolina. I think if the team around him's better than maybe, and maybe they made all these strides. It's just the, a lot of the personnel's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy that's different there and I'll bring him up now is Cam Porter. Uh, He could give them, he could also be the jump that or the jump start that they need for that Northwestern offense. He had to sit out last season with a torn ACL. Is he completely healthy? Um, We'll see but he was the team's leading rusher two years ago with only 333 yards but he really came strong at the end of his true freshman season. He had 142 yards against Illinois, 61 against Ohio State and 98 in the bowl win over Auburn. Remember, Northwestern is not all that far removed from actually having some pretty impressive victories. Uh, he goes five ten two twenty, and uh, and we'll see. I mean, uh, between him and Evan Hole, they've g- actually got a pretty good group of running backs. They just weren't able to use them last year because they were down <laughs> twenty one to nothing, and, and Porter was hurt.
0: Yeah, they were they were down pretty quickly in all their games, so you don't really want to run the ball. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens this year. I mean, like I mean, we talked about it yesterday or the day before, where it's a week zero game. You have a bye week next week. You know, maybe you just try to stick to the script if you want to be a running team, if you want to be a passing team, you stick to the script regardless of the score or or what is happening around you just to get more of a feel for your team. We'll see what Northwestern does. We'll see if if they go down early, if they stick with the run and try to get something going there or if they grind out the clock. Yeah. yeah, Or or if they just go straight to the pass and see, you know, uh, what their speedsters can do.
1: Yeah, and if it gets out of hand, then maybe we'll see both quarterbacks, though, too. So, that could be interesting. Um, I think it's at least going to be interesting to see. There's a couple battles going on there. And I don't know. Um, I think Evan hole has got to start. I mean, he he was sixth in the Big Ten last year with 1,009 yards. Um, but Cam Porter was like the guy I mean they, he was supposed to be the guy he was supposed to be the guy they were really excited for and again he was really coming on at the end of his true freshman season mm-hmm. how, how, how much has he returned from that ACL injury we'll see but I, I, for me it'd be hard to bench uh, Evan Hole uh, and then the other thing is he's been named a captain they've, they've got five captains so I think that he's going to start Cam Porter was not named a captain and look for a hole coming out of the backfield by the way he was second on the team last year with 33 receptions for 264 yards in two touchdowns Nebraska did a good job holding him down on the ground uh, to just 31 yards rushing. That was the second lowest total of the season. Again, because he didn't get too many carries. That game was out of hand pretty quickly. Another running back to mention there is Andrew Clare. He only had about 200 yards rushing last year, but he's also been named a captain, so they might go three deep at Interesting. Running back. Two
0: yeah. running back captains, Yeah. and Camp Porter not one of them.
1: Camp Porter's not one of them. Kind of strange there. Yes, we'll see what happens. Uh, number, number two on my list is uh, the guy that Casey Thompson had pointed out to look for on defense. And, and give me a second here as I sound this out. <laughs> Addie Tommywa Addy Barway. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Third-year starter, number 99, which is probably a better way of yeah, saying it. Number 99. Casey Thompson has said. Big 99. Uh, Love the team with four and a half sacks last season, 12 pressures. Um, and uh, so he's the guy to look for coming off the edge. Northwestern, similar to Nebraska, not exactly a, a, a very heavy, heavily latent sack team. They finished 107th nationally with just 19 sacks last season. Nebraska had 20, so it's not like Nebraska not had a whole lot more. Uh, but this guy was a Casey product, honorable mention in the Big Ten last year. He's probably their best defender to look out for. So and this will
0: be a good test for your tackles.
1: It will be. And uh, those tackles, is, uh, it's, it's good to get a good test early, yeah. I think. We got to see what you have there.
0: You're getting a good test for your tackles, and, and and your edge rushers will be testing one of Northwestern tackles, who I'm guessing is your number one.
1: Yeah, there's some pretty good matchups there. Yes, number one is Peter Skaronsky, Um number one by a large margin. Oh, easily. He's also a captain here. He was one of the number, uh, Northwestern's top recruits of all time and actually stepped into a starting role as a freshman as Rashawn Slater chose to sit out the COVID season. If that you is remember that.
0: unheard of for a true freshman to start on the offensive line.
1: It's Yeah, you don't see it. That does offensive. not happen. <laughs> but Skaronsky did it. Um, of course, if you're following Slater, by the way, as far as maybe Northwestern, Skoronsky is supposed to be like a top 15 pick preseason. Mm-hmm. Those things can change. Yep. If you remember, Prince of Mukamura was supposed to be like a top five pick. You know, some things happened and, and didn't turn out that way. So we'll, we'll see if, hopefully, by the end of Saturday, Skaronsky's dropped out of the first round because uh, we got O'Shawn Mathis and, and Garrett, <laughs> Garrett Nelson racking up sacks on him.
0: Just just making him look like a fool.
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's the case. For Sean Slater, though, if Skaronsky hits... Um, look for that you know, that Big Ten West recipe to continue. We know Wisconsin and Iowa have been sending guys to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Sean Slater now second-team All-Pro in his rookie year last year with the Chargers, um, so uh, they've got some good ones there. Tackle you. That's right. <laughs> Could be in a few years. Uh, Skronsky, by the way, comes from uh, good lineage. His grandfather, Bob Skronsky, is a Packers Hall of Famer, five-time champ, actually played in the first two Super Bowls uh, ever with Green Bay um uh, Peter Skronsky, Uh unfortunately his grandfather has passed away so he's not quite this big but Peter Skoronsky is 64 294 going into the game
0: I got I I there you said everything about him I got nothing <laughs> else to add this this guy is going to be a problem and and we'll see what Oshon and, and Garrett and whoever else rushes off the edge and, and challenges him can can really do against him because as you said he's you know projected to be a first round tackle in the first round pick in the NFL draft next season so uh I don't know it's going to be a great test for it's going to be a great test for Nebraska's edge rushers to go up against Peter Gronsing it's going to be a great test for Nebraska's tackles to try to stop uh, Northwestern's number ninety nine. Who I'm not even going to try to say his name.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. Just call him Eddie. <laughs> Addy. Eddie. Addy, Addy. Addy, Addy? Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> uh, do you? I mean, are you? You said earlier, and uh, I think it was the the takeover. um yeah. That you don't you don't think you're going to get anything out of these first three games? If no. if Nebraska's tested by Northwestern, if it's a close game. Could you see it as Northwestern stepping up, getting better, or are you going to are the alarms going to kind of? I go don't.
0: Off I game? don't know. I honestly. I guess you could say the alarms go off because you just assume that Northwestern is going to be bad because they were bad last year. But at the same time, it could be one of those good Northwestern teams. It could be one of those really good, you know, challenging for the Big Ten West Northwestern teams. So in this game, really, unless they blow them out and you see like um, uh, a... amazing numbers from somebody i don't think you're going to learn much about either team after this game and especially the next two games for nebraska you're not really going to learn much the oklahoma game is going to be the first big test it's going to be the first you know challenge for anybody on this team hopefully
1: yeah well i mean we'll see it play out we're excited for two more nights and then one wake up. And you're ready for Husker football. We'll take a quick break. We'll get ready for the happy hour. Uh, maybe talk a little bit NBA, some NBA stuff going on. Uh, we'll do that next here on the ticket water cooler. 93.7 the ticket.